Okay. Um. So what to say? No so my name is Jarwolf, and I'm a singer-songwriter, I suppose, and I live in McCroom in County Cork, where I've lived for 14 years, and um, from Cork City, born and bred in Cork City, and I suppose. Oh God. Joe Wolf is, is a very gentle man uh, with his own children you can just see that gentleness he's a very agreeable man and I would describe Joe as a pastoral poet he seems to be really of the land there's a real sense of the hedgerow not just about Joe's hairstyle but about his whole uh, his whole approach is a kind of a jumble of, of life and colour and yeah, he's a walking, talking hedgerow. That's what your wolf is. There is something extraordinary about your wolf, and a lot of people will say that to you. And uh, um, he's like somebody who was here before. He's this ancient soul. Um, it's hard to describe. There's definitely a very deep spiritual. Uh, element to Jar Wolf, you know. Jar doesn't write songs for commercial success, or he doesn't write songs for radio play, or he doesn't write songs to impress people. He, he writes songs to express something that to him is a mystery, or he, he's trying to. Uh, explain the mysteries that perplex him. He's um, very poetic. I mean, he's a very much a true artist. You know what I mean? In that he follows his own vision and he doesn't care at all. He's completely uncompromising. He doesn't care the world can take it or leave it, but he's on his own trip, which is fantastic. The new was born. My name is Jor Wolf. I'm a singer-songwriter mainly, and that's one of the main things I do. And and I, I've been involved in music since I was 13 or 14. I got interested in music, and um, it was a thing that I felt drawn to, and that I felt I had some understanding of. I'm going to sing a song now called um, "No Bird Sang." And it came out of um, a story. This lad, friend of my young fellow's David, he's a great mind, and he said, uh, you know, the Big Bang, he was going through it all with me, the Big Bang Theory, and, you know, that God created the world in seven days. And he figured maybe, he said, maybe it was a colour that leaked into the knotting. So I thought, he's 10 years of age, like a genius, a poet. <laughs> so I ran home and robbed it, and I wrote as quick as I could, I wrote the... Uh, this song, so it's called No Bird Sang. And it's just a list of negatives of what wasn't before everything was. So you could write it yourself, right? It's just no, you know, no, no Daz Whitener, no whatever, Club Ireland, no, no Dublin bus, like, no revolution, all those things. So you could just hear it. Can you hear it from the back?
the bird sigh and the stars and you know I suppose I, I'd never, I ha, even though I, 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 what I do is folk music, really, I suppose, but I never would have thought of it as that. I would have just thought of it as music. Do you know what I still would, and I'd listen to, and even when I'm playing with my friends, you know, we'd have, I like to think there's a big variety in there. We'd have bits of kind of jazzy stuff going on and bits of ska even, and things would break out, you know. Anyway, tonight, Uh, my name is Christy Moore. I'm a singer. I'm always on the lookout for uh, new singers and new songs. Well, I first heard his name, I suppose, on the grapevine. I heard about this guy called Ger Wolf. And for a start, it's an interesting name. I was attracted to the name and uh, I was curious about him. And then John Spillane sang a song to me a number of years ago. Uh, called Magic Nights in the Lobby Bar and one of the verses of the song was about the music of Gerwolf. There were magic nights in the lobby bar when Gerwolf would sing like a lark would sing like a lark singing winter hung her coat on a hanger of dark and I am I'm John Spillane and I'm uh, feel very privileged to be a good friend of Ger Wolf and have been for many years. I can't actually remember the first time that I met Ger Wolf. You know what I'm saying? And usually I can remember with people, but for, with Ger, for some reason, I can't remember. But I do have this picture of him. I was living um, out in Carrigrawn in the cottage with Frank Torpy, the Boron player, in Carrigrawn Cottage in the groans of the castle. And uh, we had a party. It was called a bacon and cabbage party. And... Um, we um, had a lot of musicians out, and I have this picture of Ger Wolf, um, and he would have been a young man at the time, maybe, like in his early 20s, you know, and uh, he was standing there in the woods, in the darkness, with a bottle of wine in his hands, and his kind of hunched expression, or uh, posture, and he, a uh, sm- beautiful smile, but a most unusual person. And something very ancient about him, as a young man, like a very old soul who was here before, a very kindly smile. He's like, Ger Wolf, he's like St. Francis of Assisi or something. There's something going on with the wolf. Now, I like to say, you know, when I present him at gigs, I say, a rare sighting of the wolf in sheep's clothing, lured down from the mountains of Carrigafuca. And every word Ger would say would send me away. Send me away, away through the window, away through the rain, on a carriage of music, away in the air. But what I what used to happen to me when he was singing his songs is that I would I would be gone. I couldn't concentrate on a Ger Wolf song for very long because I would he would send me off into my own world, and I would be gone into my own. And he'd finish the song, and I'd, I'd have to say, "Sing it again, Ger." You can go any time, cause it's only in your. He's got a lot of songs which are very... It's the utterings of the prophet in the cave. I am the lark of Mayfield, tumbling down the hill. Um, Magic Nights in the Lobby Bar. Um, I mean, 
you know, at one time in my life, um, I nearly lived in the lobby bar. It was the headquarters for a lot of musicians. And um, I had a number of, like, extremely beautiful, exceptional musical experiences in the lobby bar. And when I wrote the song, I picked three of them. And um, definitely, there was something very, very special about those moments. And Ger Wolf, um, on stage, uh, transporting us. And um, and he said, uh, he's, and he sang, I'm, I am the lark of Mayfield, tumbling down the hill. I am the child of summer. I can remember you still. I am the flower of Aaron, out on the drifting wave. I am the blood of Ireland, spilt in an empty cave. You are the Tumbling down the hill You are the lark of Mayfield I can remember you still You sang Yellow moon, don't turn me around Yellow moon, I'm lost in the See what I'm saying about the prophecy? Like, you know what I mean? He's a prophet. And this this incantation. You are the star of Monster. Flying your dream away. I don't really believe it, I suppose. <laughs> to be honest. And I just, I, 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 no, I think I've written some grand songs. I think I've some very good songs. Like, and um, I'm lucky enough to get them or be, be able to write them. And, but... Um, I, I, I suppose you are maybe maybe when maybe I personally anyway that I'd always feel I have to keep writing and and it's natural I think to feel that stuff you've written years ago is you know or maybe you move on from it or whatever whatever that song had to do for you has been done for you and maybe it's out there now doing in its own little existence doing hopefully doing stuff for other people and and like that's not to say it ends fully like for for me so I mean I can listen to songs I did years ago and some of them know I wouldn't wouldn't be mad about but then other ones and I'd say you see I never thought of it that way you know it can mean something different to me as well which is the nature of art I suppose or things that pe- that we create you know and I mean it's like a, it's like it's like uh it's like shepherd's pie like you know like <laughs> you might think it's great when you get it first like and then you get kind of sick of it and then you come back to it again you know and you say geez that's an all-time classic we should have it once a week, you know. So, so that's the way with songs. But, but I, I mean, I don't think my songs are big classics or anything, you know. But maybe they express a thing that I'm going through, and and hopefully then they mean something to other people. And sometimes I write them for other people. I don't write them for me, like. But maybe there's something, something autobiographical in everything we do, like. But uh, let's say I'm gone astray again. Yeah, I, I think what I, some of what I've done is grand. You know, it's good. And uh, it's good to have it out there in, in rec- recordings. And I mean, I've made five recordings, so I suppose if I didn't think they were any good, I wouldn't keep doing it. Like, or if I didn't think I was meant to be doing this, and I really feel strongly I'm meant to be doing it, I, I, I'm probably a bit scattered in that I do about a thousand other things in my life that I'd be a bit all over the shop in ways. But I don't think that's rare, like <laughs> that kind of a way. But uh, maybe some people are very focused and they can really kind of pin something down. But 
I've been a bit scattered. I mean, when you have kids and things, then you can kind of get led astray with that and kind of house stuff. So, um, you say there's somebody. Hi. Hi, Bob. <laughs> Sorry. You all right? Mary Jane. No, that's the other one. You all right, Kane? Yeah. I'd have to try out for a while. Where are you going? Okay, so put on a jacket. Go on. Dinner will be ready in a while. Go on, your grand. Morning, you doing on Darlot? He's gone, is he? Anyway, <laughs> I don't know where I was. Jeez, the phone now. <laughs> no rest for the wicked. Here we have three kids growing up and getting big, two boys and a girl, so they're, you know, thank God they're all healthy and playing bits of music and sometimes when they want and things like that going on. We're, we're you know, happy out, a bit of a garden. And, you know, I couldn't complain about, you know, home life is great and I suppose in a way I keep it separate from the music biz, like, but your, your family is where you are, like, you know, for me, anyway, that's what, you know, I suppose if I was completely into the music business and focused, like maybe a true artist should be, <laughs> then I'd be on the road and I probably wouldn't have kids and I probably wouldn't be married and, and be here, you know, so. Um, but I think that's a road you choose, you, you make a choice and you make a decision and that's that's more important to me than anything, you know, is to be able to, to be kind of centred in that. Do you know, just normal life, like the ups and downs, like, you know, uh, married bliss. <laughs> I suppose that feeds my music then as it feeds the writing because it's reality and that's that'd be my reality maybe if I was a, a cowboy you know I'd be writing all songs about <laughs> herding cattle and stuff but I don't have much of that experience Now I know like he's not a usually commercially successful artist and I wish he was but then um, he does have a very good life and he is very uncompromised and uncompromising and um, you know there is a kind of a cult following for the wolf and um, on Mach Tira, as we call him in Irish, the son of the land. But um, I wish he was more commercially successful because I think that people would, there's a lot to be got from him for people and um, anybody who likes poetry. The songwriters are the poets, of course. You know, even though the poets who are not songwriters would deny that. Uh, poetry. I'm kind of slow to think of myself as a poet because uh, I don't know why. I, like, because sometimes you can have argue, there's arguments within the poetry world people can get very bad about songwriters like, you know some poets will get very bad they'd say God you know songwriting can't be poetry like, but I think long long ago like the the birds like they were poets and they were singers and they were musicians and maybe not all of them and maybe some of them were just musicians you know but can cross over and I think it's a natural thing in human you know if you speak if you sing it's it's like it's just another form of expression and you're gonna you're gonna use it like and if you have a bit of poetry in your head sure it will come out I probably already started writing stereo once I got the guitar because I was up to before that I had been writing poems anyway kind of 
like a lot of teenagers do, I suppose. I, I'd been kind of obsessively writing poems. Um, I think when you're when you're young, I suppose writing, if it's a thing that you hit on, it's a thing that you can process a lot of emotions and a lot of things you're going through and all that stuff growing up and figuring out what you're doing in the world or where you are or who you are. So I think in doing that, I suppose a lot of people write reams and reams of stuff which would be totally embarrassed <laughs> three years later like so I mean I did all that stuff and from that I got into writing poems and and it was my favourite thing in school anyway was writing and English mostly I didn't I wasn't great with the Irish at all like but uh, with, I loved I loved the whole stories thing and, and poetry and reading short stories I, I'm not great for reading novels like it took me about three years to read Animal Farm <laughs> for the leave and start. <laughs> it's very bad. Like it's only ninety six pages. <laughs> anyway, I got better. I got a bit better since. But I, I was for poetry anyway, like that. And um, I think just when I get, when I got the music, then or when I realised that I had some bit of music in my head, it kind of fell naturally into. It seemed like a natural thing to do, you know. It's, and you wouldn't consciously be thinking about it, saying, "Oh God, I'm going to be a songwriter." It's just a thing you do, like like playing balls, you know. Like you just go up and do it, like. And, and when, it, when my pals were playing then it seemed you know, natural enough it's funny to hear those songs again and uh, technology wasn't as flash as it is nowadays but um, lovely to think of those little songs and sound like I'm nine years of age Ellis Lowry, the painter, the English painter, that he said um, he was always weary of people who look like artists, like, you know, <laughs> and I feel a bit like that myself, even though I've, that sounds stupid, but uh, I, I, think, I think I I find about the whole art thing and the world of art and maybe poetry is in that as well, I find sometimes, this is a political thing now, but sometimes... Um, People get away with murder because they're, they're they call themselves artists. Do you know what I mean? They get away with outrageous carry on, and uh, it's said, oh, it's okay. He's he's creative. Do you know? Her? She's she's a genius. She can do that. Like, <laughs> and I just think, and uh, and uh, a few people in this house agree with me that uh, <laughs> that's not acceptable. Do you know? There's no excuse for bad manners. Like, but uh, and I could be bad enough myself. But a good friend of mine, Sean McCarthy, who's a great sculptor and painter, and uh, he he would say you know you've got a great old thing with the the, the guitar you know to pick it up there and shoot them all you know so uh, i love that i love that kind of encouragement and uh there's the boys oh, i'll come in and go very <laughs> keen okay you close the door behind you right? yeah. come on 
they're all tiptoes. <laughs> that's another thing. I skipped something now I meant to say earlier about just starting music because there was loads of singing at home by us. Like, my dad now would be a great man for singing as he was working, especially, and um, and my mum did always sing at, at Christmas now or at parties or if there was any get-together, and I suppose, like, I mean, I suppose they, they came through the whole rock and roll thing and the show band era and all that stuff, and so I would have got bits of that, kind of subconsciously probably, and <clears throat> I suppose a love of a good, a good melody, I, what I think is a good melody, like, but... Uh, My mum loves is a someday when I'm awfully low and the world is cold, I will feel a glow just thinking of you and the way you look. But you're lovely with your ah, but you're lovely with your cheeks so warm and your lips so soft. I will feel a glow just thinking of you and the way you look tonight. <laughs> it's a bit it's very sweet like um and I suppose um the rock and roll thing was there too, do you know? Um definitely remember hearing a lot of Beatles stuff as well, do you know, which is great great kind of actually one Beatles thing was um what was the song I always thought uh We Can Work It Out. I always thought that the bit was um I see it my way There's a risk Anyway, where the record skipped I thought that was how the song went like So Life is very short time. Do you know <laughs> I was trying to figure out what was going on like, But um, <laughs> I don't know, I suppose we, we As you know, we perceive things Differently when we're small With children, you know, we kind of Everything is new, like, and you didn't realise that it was four other words that Paul McCartney or whoever, John Lennon wrote, you know. So. <laughs> I know I eventually, by the time I was 21, maybe I heard the, full, the proper version. <laughs> anyway, that's the Beatles. So I suppose things like that shape you and you don't realise it. And Like, I, I, I have a good few songs that have that kind of... sixties or fifties even kind of do up stuff so I've I've kind of got inherited bits of that and then also heard bits of probably heard Sean O'Shea and stuff as well when I was young fell in the inside and you know in the pram like just listening and you'd hear it probably without you know unknowns to yourself and so I suppose that the music is a rich thing, you know, in life and we all we all um it's there for us all I suppose, you know. Drink from a country cup, sip it slowly, drink it up. Yellow, crimson, white, and green, all the colors in between. Spatter lemon, purple, too. Heaven paints her 
My name is John Creedon. I'm a radio presenter, producer and lover of good music. I remember when I first encountered Jer's work, it was probably an early, early, early recording that he sent in. And I thought, God, this guy is good. This guy is good. It's not the most lavish or expensive or sophisticated recording I've heard, but this guy has something going on. And I would have played a track or two from that first recording once or twice. And so the name was in my head then, and I was rooting for him because, like anybody else, I just love Honest Endeavour, anybody trying to be heard for all the right reasons that they feel they have something to, to say. Uh, so I would have been rooting for him along with thousands of others. And then I heard the Curra Road, and that track in particular just really spoke to me. The imagery, the melody, it was just so beautiful. I started to play it on the early morning show, and within weeks it would appear that it was a hit because I was being asked to play it over and over again. And then I went to see Jer playing live for the first time. He didn't know who I was. I slipped into a gig. And people started shouting out, play the Cora Road, play the Cora Road. And I instantly kind of felt as though I was part of Jer's success. Uh, I'd like to sing especially for Larry, for Larry Waddy. And then uh, hope the, the music keeps going in Mick Murphy's. And then, here it is, it's called the Cora Road. And I passed through Nace there earlier and then I see the sign up, the new Cora Road. <laughs> I suppose I think after be writing about things in your head as well, just things just about getting on with life, like and um, maybe that doesn't matter where you live, you have to get through those things, you know. But definitely around here is gorgeous, like this lovely place. You can look back towards Kerry there, and you can go over the fields there, and you'd end up in 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 part of the Curra. It's the townland of Curra, like so. Just to, I think in in Irish it means a. Uh, or in English, it means a, a rough kind of a rocky place, or a, maybe boggy, um, not great land. That's so. Uh, I think there's a lot of curries in Ireland. I think, Do you know, and um, a few people asked me. You know, a woman asked me once in Tralee. She asked me, was it a? Actually, it was in a record shop, and she thought I was working there, and uh, <laughs> I was just looking at the W section to see if they had the record that I was after bringing out. And all that was there was wolf tones, but um, she she asked was did I have this? Did they? it was amazing, like such a coincidence. She this really happened. She, this this woman, she said, um, you know, have you got that song about uh, going down the Curra Road? Have you got that? She said, and uh, I said I actually don't work here, but I don't think they have it anyway. But, uh, but I'm the fellow who wrote it. <laughs> I said it's really weird. And she said, did you know it's a lovely song? She said, is that a uh, is that song about the Curra Road in um? In Tralee, I said I didn't know there was a Curra Road in Tralee, but it's not really. But I said it could be, you know. It's about, it's about this Curra Road here. But it's just a walk. I mean, I suppose maybe if it means something to people, maybe it means just a place where they where they go and feel they can forget about the world. Like so, anyway, there's horses. <laughs> Skedaddle before the horses trample us. Um, I don't know, do you want to go down the Curra Road? We could drive down a bit. It's good to think about things anyway, but... It just wouldn't be, um... You know, I suppose, I think sometimes you're just getting on with the day-to-day stuff. You don't have time to think about things too much. Oh, it's gorgeous, this. But, um, 
yeah, the music business is a funny thing. That's another, like there's the music and then there's the business, I think. There's two separate things. There's two cars, like. <laughs> this car is fun, the bits. This car is bound for glory. I'm gonna park here over Crabapple. We can ramble down a bit. Here we are in the corner road. I suppose a lot of us have uh, comforting memories, and uh, that like memory can be a great, a great thing. It can be a terrible thing, and uh, I have great memories of walks, and I don't know. I suppose sometimes you want to keep things private in your head, don't you? And you don't want to be telling everyone. So <laughs> it's just the idea of a walk that that where you, I mean, it could be anywhere. Like you know, and and I suppose all the memories you'd have of walks. Would, with your people and maybe going to school, all those things, you know. Um, I'd, I'd like to think of those things when I sing that song. And uh, they're very simple things: picking black as as we call them, picking blackberries and picking hazelnuts. And lucky enough to have all that here, and um, we shouldn't be limited. I don't think in 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 anything in writing or. or are singing in a way maybe or definitely more than maybe definitely you have to you have to write and sing about the ordinary and the obvious that 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 maybe isn't that obvious but uh maybe you see someone said that to me like that you see that writers see for society but i don't know if i go that far but maybe maybe we do like at times and uh, and maybe that's the purpose of a songwriter. Then you you write the songs, and people will listen to them, but they needn't necessarily be thinking about the guts of them or what what's gone into them. And so hopefully it's just kind of an emotional thing, and and maybe a, a, a thing that gives them some kind of satisfaction, or uh, you know. Yeah, here we are. Grande. Uh, play some bits of that. God, I'm glad we didn't try some <laughs> sugar. <laughs> Jesus is gone. There was savage water coming on there like that time of the floods, but um, God, it's a wreck. I don't know if this ever be uh, the color road is gone. I'd say <laughs> we'll have to fly over it. <laughs> Your time is a very um, short thing, I think, as well. That's another idea I have about the world. Do you know, um, I don't really um, believe in reincarnation, and I think it's a fairly short shot we have at it. Like, so uh, maybe that's why I love the writing so much because it, it um, maybe that's where I get a, a great kick, you know, from making up a song that you think there I've captured something, or you know, that there's, that's a, you know. There's the sun. I sing a bit of a song before we get near the river. <laughs> we could have too much talk about it, right?
This guitar since 1990. Uh, so, um, let me say about this song. It's uh, not about this place, I suppose, it's just about rambling down. And uh, but like they said, it, maybe it means people people seem to like this song anyway. It seems to be a bit of a hit, just top of the charts. <laughs> promise to the the young lads just to come down here in, in the summer and when the weather is good it's very simple like there's much going on really
Jar songs, they're like melodies that come out of the air. They don't um, belong to any genre. Um, you could say, like, is it Irish traditional folk music? Is it acoustic world music? Is it rock and roll? No, it's not really. It's um, it's his own thing. Jar Wolf's music, for the most part, is balm for the soul and for the heart. If you have a heavy heart, if um, if you've been trying to run across the green and life has dealt you a few blows you'll find uh, a very sympathetic voice in Jer. Jer very much goes into the, the, the well of life and he writes and sings in a beautiful way that draws me in and draws many other people in as well There is one star left in the window Saying sweetly, close your eyes Put your prayer under your pillow And your dream behind your eyes Some people think, oh God, you know, it's a Jamie, I couldn't listen to him all night. <laughs> this uh, woman I know, she was saying, um, God, John Wolf, I'd listen to him. <laughs> I wouldn't say what she said, but she... <laughs> <laughs> she throws out in the river, she said. <laughs> but I suppose, you know, each to their own and we can't can't please all the people and you wouldn't want to anyway because there's variety. That's that's the way the world is. And uh, something for everyone, you know, plenty of room, plenty of space. Hope you sleep in the deepest stream song and you wake to the early Like someone said to me, oh, I just keep going. Like, you know, I was going to pack it in about, a few, about seven years ago now, but um, I kept it going. But she was saying, oh, no, you have to, you know, you have these songs and they're, they're going to help people, you know. But, um, but I suppose you shouldn't worry about whether they do or not. In another way, you should be kind of careless and say, well, I don't give a damn, it's only a song. Like, you know, feck it, it's only get it out there and sing. And if a bunch of people are happy enough to come along and hear you, like, it's good. I mean, business-wise, I suppose, looking at it as a business, if you're looking at it as a business, probably packed in long ago. Like, but, um, but I still think, you know, you'd be positive about potential and that there, it, there is a place for it. You know, there's, even from a cold business point of view, you could say there's a market there, you know. And I think there is. I think the, just, yeah, I haven't really spotted it yet. Like. is <laughs> not I suppose the thing about about life as well and about success and things like that they're all measurable you know depending on your point of view 
I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change the world for where I live now and for what I from what my life is you know and, and you know if it meant giving that up in order to be on the road and be you know successful or something in a different way I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want it like there is one star left in the window saying sweetly close your eyes put your prayer under your pillow and your dream behind your eyes and the songbird sings in the garden let the river softly flow and the If you enjoyed this documentary, you might like to listen to our other Documentary on One productions. Visit rte.ie forward slash doc on one.